Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 90, 90 of this fine podcast, Game Time with Manny. As always, I'm here with Matt. Yeah. Uh, and this this was a weird news week. Uh, yes. Before we get into that, I just kind of want to um, go off on a tangent right off at the start. Here. Okay, perfect. Great. Um, so... Uh, for the for the first time in my life this week, I watched the movie The Matrix. Okay, and I'm gonna be honest, I wasn't that mm. impressed with it. Oh, it's so good. Still, it's I, like one of my. It's probably my top five favorite movies of all. Time, really, so. I yeah, still, I love I, The Matrix, man. I I mean, like, I appreciate at the time, like the action it was doing, but the story just did nothing for me. Oh, I, I just love, I love everything about the plot of The Matrix. I. Okay, here's the part that kind of bothered me. I'm not yeah. really big into like the one storyline. Okay. And then the the entire movie is Neil's the one, Neil's the one, and then like they're like, "Oh, he's not the one." And then huge plot twist, he is the one. I know. And, he is. And then the other part that really bothered me was the end with Neo and Trinity and now they're in love. It that just came out of nowhere and didn't make any sense at all. <laughs> She's just in love with the one, Matt. It's fine. It, I, it was, uh, it, like, mean, he dies, and then she's like, I love him. And you're <laughs> like, you've had two interactions with him, and you two have zero chemistry. That is true. They have zero chemistry. Do not watch the second one or yeah. the third one. The third one is legitimately one of the worst movies of right. all time, I think. I, uh, two yeah. has some pretty cool action scenes mm-hmm. that I really like, and people always rail on me for this, but I like the rest of it sucks. Right, right. There is a scene in the second matrix movie that might be my least favorite scene in all of cinema <laughs> that's where that's impressive they uh it is they go to the human city zion mm-hmm. spoilers i guess if people haven't seen the second matrix movie i don't even and like, there I, is like that's this not even a spoiler bizarre, there's this bizarre tribal like dance party thing mm-hmm. that goes on because in reality they all wear those like weird I don't know. They're like, they have nothing modern or like whatever. So they're all just wearing these freaky rags and they're dancing in like caveman style. Right. And there is this like extremely, extremely prolonged scene of Neo and Trinity, like having sex while this is all going on. Do the actors have any more chemistry or do they continue to have zero? No, they continue to have zero chemistry. And I think a lot of the matrix is like a lot of the actors are, were told probably to like have no emotion or like less emotion. Right. Right. Um, yeah. And I, the, the one storyline, especially in three, goes so far off the rails that, like, my man goes blind and is, right. like, wearing a blindfold and can literally see the code of the world. And you're like, holy <laughs> fuck, dude. Uh, yeah, I don't like the Matrix. They could have done really cool stuff with. And I, I don't know what they were doing with right. the sequels in a way that is, like, just devastating to me. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I am I will say it had interesting themes, like, is it ignorance blind? and you know all of this stuff it just as i said like the romance thing really just kind of threw me off and i was just like this just makes no sense because like the entire movie kind of hinges on that moment Uh, i just like Lawrence fishburne i mean yeah yeah. (laughs) as i said especially for 99 the action is it's very good and i think the action has aged pretty well but just i think they've done more interesting things have happened the last 20 years in terms of like uh 
just kind of plot in movies, especially with just like like sci-fi movies, I think. And, and this one just didn't quite click with me. And I think the big thing is I didn't see it in nine in ninety nine, and I saw it in twenty twenty. So, mm-hmm. so. But anyways, uh, to get back on track, uh, <laughs> the human race uh, continues to be shitty, many. Yeah, and so this this was weird, and I. I only followed a little bit of this because mm-hmm. I kept seeing all kinds of things on Twitter, but there is, seems to be like a second uh, wave of Me, Me too. too stuff happening in the video games industry, which is what we'll talk about. But it also seems like it is happening in the YouTube space in a huge way. Uh, yes. And I really can't like comment too much on like Twitch streamers and like influencers and stuff just because mm-hmm. I do not follow them. Uh, But I just kind of focused more on just uh, one video game writer and then just more like in video game, like industry, like journalism, like people. uh, And the big one is that Chris Avalon or Avalon. Yeah, which this one I was not surprised by, which is a terrible thing, Mm -hmm. you know, but he was like let go from obsidian and like they didn't say why they had parted ways and it seemed like it was on bad terms right and so that that was the case uh yeah man i well it's not just that but like he was like banned from multiple like events video game events and wouldn't yes and, and like it still like never came out that he was doing this stuff. Well, what he was, what the accusations are, and the, there are multiple accusations. Are he would like get women blackout drunk and then you know have his way with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but it, I, it's just kind of one of those things that make you wonder, like, how didn't this come out sooner? And it's one of, the, I mean, that's the same thing with all of them. Is like people are afraid to speak up because they don't want to be like. You know, you don't want to have people judge you and be like, oh, no, you're overreacting. Like, I know this person. They're actually a good person. But like, you know, they're not. And like that that happened, right? It was. Uh... Well, I mean, more just like people knew. I mean, these events knew that he was not a good person. It's, yeah. It's, so like, that's what's shocking to me. Like, I understand women like they're scared to come out because it can just derail their entire career. Mm-hmm. I and also I think it is embarrassing and I, I, I can't even imagine, you know, like the trauma and some, and some women probably just want to say that's in the past and I've, I've got to move forward mentally, but it's yeah. more just like peep. Somebody knew about this. People knew about this and oh, no if one... people were banning him from events. Like, yes, yeah, someone, someone has to know about this. Right. And so like that, that's also where it's weird. And then is it one of those things where like, if you're a tournament or a tournament, uh, an event organizer and you ban someone like that mm-hmm. are you are you not like saying that to other people or like i i don't know it just seems like one of those things where yeah that would have come out somehow right right so um the other ones i put down i they're not as like bad as quote-unquote rape but um i i put the twitter feed for uh Tina Sanchez, who worked at IGN at the time, which mm-hmm. uh, working at IGN seemed very, very bad. Uh, <sighs> yeah. But she just put, shout out to the guy who told me I can't be on camera at IGN because I wasn't hot enough. Also, I, I yelled at the same guy for telling Ni- Naomi Kyle to wear a push-up bra and makeup. And that person was 
Fran Mirabella. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess they kind of talked about it and Fran didn't even remember saying anything, but that, you know, and that's kind of part of the entire problem. These men say these things without even really thinking about it and they don't realize how hurtful and mean they're truly being. Um, yeah. And I mean, it seems like the same thing happened to Kelly Plaguey at IGN yes. where like her stuff is wild. Like they yes. wouldn't let her go to lunch and shit. Mm-hmm. And so she would have to have someone bring her lunch because she would get like multiple emails if she like left her desk mm-hmm. at all and shit. And it's just like, what the fuck? What? And also like they were like kind of promising her promotions, but then never really willing to give her a promotion. And, and then they just flat out told her at one point, she'll never get a promotion. So then she went to GameSpot, and now she's like the, like the head yeah, editor. The... So, mm-hmm. uh, so really good for her. I, um, and then the other one I, I mark I put down, it's quite lengthy and I don't think we need to go through everything, but it was, uh, Paula, uh, Alejandro, I assume mm-hmm. is how you pronounce her name. Mm-hmm. And she had like, I, God, she had like something happen with a guy. And then she was playing with uh, Andrea Renee one mm-hmm. night, playing Destiny with Andrea Renee one night. And then Andrea wanted to be, bring in this guy to play w- along. And so this, uh, the Paula said, I don't really feel comfortable with this. He, he did this and then andrea just kind of said oh he's not that kind of person he would never do that Mm -hmm. and just completely dismissed her her issues so yeah so the guy that had harassed her is blaine howard Mm -hmm. who is a pr person at xbox okay and this is one of those things where it's like man this really fucking sucks and then she was like basically because she said that she felt uncomfortable around this guy then Mm -hmm. she basically was like blacklisted unofficially from like a lot of like parties and like hangouts and stuff with these people who should have given credence to what she was saying. Right. In a way that makes it seem like, fuck man. One thing I do want to request is at least, especially this Tina, Callie and Paolo, Mm -hmm. I put like what we have here in probably the podcast description just so if anybody mm-hmm. wants to read they can certainly because like the the paula andrew and uh alexander alejandro sorry uh yeah. that is very lengthy i mean that is uh so like if somebody wants to look into that more i would definitely recommend just checking our description and reading into that yeah um also max temkin one of the co-creators of cards against humanity not really game yes. video games related but apparently he's a shitty human being too yeah, so this one, also not surprising to me because he had years and years ago someone uh, that he had like dated in college or something uh, wrote up an accusation of rape mm-hmm. and no one took that seriously. And then like the stuff that came out about how he was in the Cards Against Humanity office like recently, like he's not allowed to be a part of that anymore. And he had already been put down to reduced roles and things like that. And Mm -hmm. it just kept getting worse and worse, I guess. So now he is no longer a part of that team. Yeah, but is he still like part of like the founders and still making money off of it? 
that I didn't see. I just know that he is not there in the office taking part in mm. any of it anymore. I see. I think he's still kind of like making money on the back end of it all, which, which he would. I mean, the way the legal stuff works, yeah, it probably almost yeah. uh, is 100% the case, which is shitty. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. And then as I and then as we said at the top, like there were a lot of Twitch streamers and influencers that are getting called out as well. I I don't really know any of them personally or like I've seen any other stuff, so mm-hmm. it's hard for me to really comment cuz I read these names it just kind of goes in one it just kind of goes in one ear and out the other however you want to say it like Yeah, I saw a lot of other stuff like uh someone added like that goes to a lot of bungee events mm-hmm. was treating people shittily like there was actually a lot of stuff about girls in esports that was pretty fucking just abysmal I like back imagine. in the day like girls on esports teams would be like forced to like throw these parties or whatever or, like dress up certain ways because that way they would be more appealing and it's just like jesus christ yeah it seems like a lot of pax parties have had some bad stuff happening yep um but um, it's uh, yeah it's hard for me to get into specifics of that stuff so mm-hmm. um yeah uh, it it really makes you sad that this stuff just like i i was hoping we're kind of like past this and we're kind of like but like nope it just keeps coming more and more new which it's good i'm glad this stuff is coming out i just kind of wish it would come out sooner type of thing but i i, I think it all it takes is one woman to come out and speak about this stuff and then others kind of feel like okay now i can come out and say something as well so in other news you were right about crash bandicoot 4 i was the toys for bob making that crash bandicoot 4 to Mm -hmm. me this is like a uh an arkham knight situation where they're like well that's not the true crash bandicoot sequel when they made like 900 after crash bandicoot 3 that were all when they got bought by activision like they even at the end of the trailer make a joke and they're like you only beat this guy three times when they're talking about cortex and then he's like i thought it was way more ha 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 Mm. get fucked crash sequels it was just really weird i mean i can kind of understand it in the sense that like i feel like when you get into like crash 12 or whatever it would be crash yeah. crash bandicoot 4 sounds better than like crash boot bandicoot 12 it, it is- does but they could have just called it crash bandicoot colon it's about time or right. whatever yeah, yeah like who cares yeah who like, gives a fuck yeah and also i will say this this game looks boring as fuck and people might get mad at me for that but like it looks like it is doing nothing original like it looks like it's just another crash bandicoot game with like nothing to offer other than that you can play as the bad guy well i'm just when was the last crash bandicoot game i'm just kind of wondering i i mean the other than the insane trilogy well yeah 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 i mean it was a long time before that they were all like ps2 era uh 2009 was mutant island was a mobile game uh mind over mutant okay mind over mutant seems like the last one Yeah, there's like mind over mutant twin sanity or something which is 2008 so like i think you could get away with making one that is just like 
I mean, in, after 12 years, you can make one that is basically uninspired and just like the old ones. And then after mm-hmm. that, you would have to kind of shake it up and do some new things. At least yeah, that's I my guess. thought. I didn't even see people being like super excited for this. Just was like, uh, yeah, it's a Crash Bandicoot game. And that was my other thing is like, I thought this when the Insane Trilogy came out. I was like, hey, can can you have another Crash Bandicoot game? Like, can you make a new Crash Bandicoot game and have it be as successful? Because you don't have that nostalgia. Right. It's not revolutionary or anything. I don't think it feels particularly great or whatever. So it's just, I yeah, I want. I wonder how this is going to perform, and it comes out pretty soon, October second. So, uh yeah. Um, I I'm as we as I've said, I'm not really big into 3D platformers. So like mm. I, I really have no interest in playing this game personally. Yeah. And I assume it seems like you're the same way. Yeah, I definitely don't. Like, I didn't even buy the Insane Trilogy. Like, I have nostalgia for those games, but I was never a Crash Bandicoot guy or anything, so I would always play them at friends' houses. Um, So, I don't know. uh, And then also, uh, good news for you, Min Min is Yes, Brothers. For my birthday, I called up Sakurai, and I said, hey, man, you know what I want Mm -hmm. for my birthday? I want Min Min to be the arms character. And he said, I got you. And Min Min was the arms character. Uh, That's so tight. I woke up after the announcement, so I didn't have to, like, wait to see who it was. I just knew it was Min Min. But boy the video they always do amazing announcements and i really like it because min min works at a ramen shop okay and in the video captain falcon and kirby are eating at the ramen shop and all of the other arms fighters are like fighting over the smash invitation but then when captain falcon and kirby finish their ramen she leaves the shop and she gets the invitation and then at the end, Captain Falcon makes her ramen, and mm-hmm. it's so good. It's so wholesome. What a good video. And then Kirby eats the bowl as well, which shouldn't do that. No, don't do not do that. Unless it's a bread bowl. Yeah, it was not a bread bowl. It was a ceramic, at least, bowl. Kirby just inhaled that shit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. She seems cool. Like, of all the characters I wanted, I wanted Min Min, um... I definitely thought it was going to be one of the super generic ones like spring man or ribbon girl. Right. Um, I really thought it was going to be that twin tell, but twin tell I I either wanted to be min min or twin tell. I, the only other option that I think they really would have went with is ninjara, Mm -hmm. which is like the cool ninja guy. And Sakurai said in the video, he was like, (laughs) yeah, I asked the director of arms who he wanted it to be. And he said, min min. He's oh. like, okay, I was going to pick Ninjara, but whatever. <laughs> um, he showed off his home. Sakurai's got two huge TVs right next to each other. So that's fun. Why not? He did his really weird thing where he uses two controllers to control both characters in the, dem- in the demo showcase. Um, and yeah, Min Min looks like an interesting character. I think she will suck in competitive play because of all of her weaknesses that they very clearly showcase in the video like you she can't defend from jump-ins really if you get in close she's totally fucked uh i mean it remains to be seen i guess there could be specific things that you could do in the game but a lot of it seems like she might be pretty weak like you can short hop over her arms Mm -hmm. in a way that seems ridiculous So I I don't know, like she, I, Min Min is a cool character design and I think that Smash needed more female representation. I was just going to say that it seems like I, as far as I know, I mean, 
that's the one nice thing about Min Min is at least you're getting some more females in there because there's mm-hmm. not a ton. Like, no. Because I, I, there's like Bayonetta and then like a couple different Zeldas and yeah, Samus. Yeah, Pelotena, Samus. Um, I guess you can count one of the Ice Climbers. Yeah, one of the Ice Climbers, Lucina. Mm. Technically, some of the characters can be a boy or a girl, like mm-hmm. We Fit Trainer and Robin from Fire Emblem, or Corrin from Fire Emblem, or Byleth from Fire Emblem. Uh, Daisy, Daisy is is yeah, and like a lot of the a lot of the Elise Isabel's a girl. A lot of the a lot of the girl characters, though, I think are like palette swaps. Yes, so like that's kind of a bummer, but I don't know. Yeah, Min Min's cool. I'm mm-hmm. I am excited. She seems to have all her colors from Arms, and uh, at least she'll be unique as well. Yeah, she seems super unique, and like that's what I have enjoyed about each of the DLC characters is that they, well, that's Byleth plays unique, but in terms of like what a character, not really. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they've all been like very unique characters, so they've all played very differently from the main cast. It's not like you're getting some bizarre palette swap of another character, right? That you're paying for in a season pass. So that's uh, that's excellent. Very excited. Um, in other news, uh, Microsoft is shutting down Mixer. Uh, that was a weird experiment for them. Uh, it was, and it really fucking sucks for all those people who put all of their time into trying to build a following on Mixer Mm -hmm. to then with literally, literally no notice, just find out that their platform is closing and they will like their in theory, livelihood is just totally fucking gone. I mean, like, there are other options, and, like... There are other options, but, like, you work to build that fucking fan base. Uh, yes, like, yes. I know how this works. You, They do not follow you to a different platform, so... You don't you think really, so? No, like, you gotta cultivate on the specific platform. Well, People like, are very unwilling to switch platforms. Well, they're gonna have to switch, though. Because it's well, not just the streamers. I mean, the the viewers are going to have to switch as well. That's my point, though. Like, if- I, I mean, that's true. But like, most people aren't going to fucking watch jack shit on Facebook gaming. No, no, I don't think they're going to go to Facebook gaming. I, uh, I mean, they'll probably go to Switch or YouTube. And that's what seems the most baffling to me is that they like are folding it into a Facebook thing because mm-hmm. like of all the places that you could fucking fold something into and be like, yeah, but look, mm-hmm. Facebook is not the one. No, <laughs> especially right now. And I there's actually a tweet about this that I thought was crazy. Jeff Gersman from Giant Bomb tweeted that the most controversial thing they ever put on the site was the login with Facebook button. <laughs> I get I guess people lost their minds. Hmm. when that happened because they just don't want anything to be tied to facebook in that way and like i get it uh because of all the like right <laughs> data stuff that has come out about facebook the way zuckerberg is basically at this point the equivalent of a literal ghoul i <laughs> yeah I, i'm just trying to think like i guess their thought process is youtube is google and that's mm-hmm. a competitor twitch is amazon mm-hmm so then they're like, I guess we'll go with Facebook. I, 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 yeah, I. And so the thing that I want to know is they paid Ninja and Shroud mm-hmm. a fuckload of money. Right. And I don't know if they got it up front. So, like, I wonder if Ninja and Shroud are now technically still under contract to stream on this facebook thing when it finishes they or like it's ready no they can go wherever they want now oh, okay 
I did see that. Because I would assume that contract was extreme for both of them. <laughs> yes. Um, also, and this is not in our news, but today Microsoft announced that they're shutting down all but four of their Microsoft like physical stores. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, so those are going away. Um, I don't know who ev- anyone who ever shopped at one of them. I don't either. But yeah, I guess they're one in New York, one in London, and a couple other places they're they're holding on to. But other than that, those are getting shut down as well. Hmm. Um, and and then we're into like the more game news. Um, like uh, there was a Pokemon Direct. Oh my god! And it was uh, people are so excited about the announcement, Manny. I okay. <laughs> like I have never watched something and been in as much disbelief as I was when this happened. I don't think they had a Pokemon direct last week mm-hmm. where they announced a bunch of weird shit. And like, that's cool. It's like all in the same thing. Pokemon snaps coming back. You got this stupid mobile game where you match pastries or whatever. You can help kids brush their teeth. Excellent mm-hmm. shit. The, the DLC is coming out. Show us a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. It's fine. And then they're like, well, we're going to have another one next week. So we're going to have a big announcement for you guys <laughs> to show you. Right. Mm-hmm. And what I, I feel for people who wanted it to be Gen 4 remakes, because they've been teasing that for a long time. And if you were a fucking Pokemon fan, <laughs> you would logically think, oh, yes, the only other big thing that they could announce would be a game like that or like a sequel to Let's Go. OK, when when it came on the screen, Pokemon Unite and you're like, oh, what's this going to be? The answer is it's a fucking MOBA with Pokemon in it. Mm-hmm. Why? Why, 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 why? But it's going to be free to play. Oh, excuse me, it's free to start. Oh, I'm sorry, free to start. <laughs> which, that's Nintendo's hot buzzword for <laughs> shit like that. Which, I don't even know what that means. You, you can't buy skins for Pokemon, so like maybe you actually have to buy the characters. And it just, it literally looks like a fucking Twitter ad <laughs> where they just like use exclusively stolen assets. For some like Chinese mobile game, which of course it's being funded by Tencent, and then apparently everyone's favorite developer, Timmy. What the fuck? What? I don't even think they have made anything else. The one good news from all this is it seems like Game Freak is getting a chance to just work on the DLC this year, and that's all we're going to get from them. So then maybe the next real Pokemon game, now that they're getting some time to work on it, will be a lot better. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I mean, like positives, positives, right? And fucking literally, as soon as it happened, everyone I know mm-hmm. texted me and said, mm-hmm. are we going pro in Pokemon Unite? <laughs> or Manny, you've refused to play MOBAs forever. This is the time. <laughs> to play a MOBA and it's like yeah the time for me to finally play a MOBA is the one that's exclusively crossplay between the fucking Switch and phones only oh it doesn't even look like a good MOBA 
And then the direct kept going and they had like players from Japan and from the US like play against each other <laughs> so that they could showcase what the game is like. And it's like a bunch of people who probably were approached to do this and they were like, oh man, that really fucking sucks that that's what this is. But they still had to go through with it or whatever. And uh, uh, I just was in utter disbelief, shock <laughs> that this that this was what they fucking showed. And I man i didn't see a single person like be like yeah pokemon moba every tweet i saw was like what is going on like what the fuck is happening uh if it was me if it was me this would have been in the one last week and this would have been pokemon snap i i mean or just not split it up. This is- exactly. What was the pro- why? Why not split? Like you could have cut the part where they fucking play an entire match of this fucking MOBA. See, it's really funny because like I remember seeing and I was like, oh, it's like twenty minutes long. But like, and then I was like, what did they announce? And they announced one thing, and I was like, they spent twenty minutes talking about a MOBA. Yeah, dude. It just I I because I didn't watch it because and they're like explaining like basic concepts of the MOBA. Like mm-hmm. they they show how jungling works, except that instead of killing the things in the jungle to get the buffs, you catch the Pokemon to get the buffs. It's like oh my god, the innovation. It's do, unlike anything ever before. Do you think? And I I I know like maybe this is just not for us. And do you think this is gonna get like really po- weirdly popular with like kids? No, been- I don't. So I know why they made this because it's a 10 cent thing is because they have trouble licensing real games in China all the time. Mm-hmm. And then they I don't know. This seems to have been better recently, but usually it takes forever for the games to actually come out in China. So the way that a lot of developers get around that is they make mobile games that are free to play so that they get like absurd player numbers in China. Mm-hmm. And that will almost certainly happen with this. And that's what they're shooting for. And like, you know, I guess good on them for targeting that market and like knowing that this will probably penetrate super well there. Right. But it just like, I don't know, man. This is like a know your audience thing. Like, I, I, this just feels like a, the Diablo thing. Like, don't you guys have phones? Is like, who the fuck was this for? I, like, this wasn't for huge Pokemon fans that you like got to tune into this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, as I said, like, I, I'm just kind of wondering if they're trying to go for that like younger audience, maybe a little bit as well. Because like, I and I I don't want to like demean it, but like a huge reason why Fortnite's so popular, especially with the kids, is it doesn't cost anything so they can just, yeah. they can just play it so i'm just kind of wondering here if like a lot of kids with a switch who don't have experience with mobas maybe it'll find an audience with with them i i don't know maybe um, cuz it's definitely not going to get an audience with the moba crowd <laughs> No, it isn't. I the only thing good that can come out of this is Donkey made a video called League of Legends Two mm-hmm. about the Adventure Time MOBA that used to be on Cartoon Network's website. I want more than anything for him to make a video about this game and call it League of Legends Three. What if Jan from Giant Bomb gets like Brad and starts a Pokemon team? Gross. A, a Giant Bomb Pokemon team, though. Ugh. No, no, no. Okay. And then the other thing that uh, this 
it doesn't make any sense. Some of the Pokemon evolve mm-hmm. in battle. Okay. So like say say you're Bulba- you pick Bulbasaur, right? And it would start as Bulbasaur and evolve. But if you pick Talonflame, it starts as Talonflame. <laughs> like that has three forms as well. What? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So I d- I don't know. It's just a bunch of weird shit. It looks like a bad product. So <laughs> At least it'll be free. At least it will be free. Um, free to unleash upon the world. I in other news, Marvel Avengers. Uh, they had a whole event. And the only takeaway I had was you fight Modok. And that's like the big uh, thing. The only takeaway I had were tweets where people said it looks bad and stilted. Um, so that it probably doesn't feel good to play. I mean, yeah, I, I'm not going <laughs> to. We've we've gone over this. I don't even have anything else to add. About yeah, yeah, my yeah. Thoughts. <laughs> I just was going to throw out there. I guess it's kind of interesting that they're making Modok the main villain. Mm-hmm. I guess it's uh, and then lastly there was a cyberpunk 2077 event uh, yes so I didn't really watch this mm-hmm. in its entirety I like skipped around in a bunch of videos it like I just want to play this game like I I know that I just want to play this game and so this is one where like seeing the gameplay and the systems isn't really gonna like move the needle for me one way or the other um Um, what if i told you that you can pick whether you want your penis to be circumcised or uncircumcised you can there are also five types of pubic hair if you need that um that doesn't move the needle yeah don't really care about that okay um they showed the driving the driving actually looks pretty pretty all right um which is it in first person no, it zooms out to third person for the driving. Okay, so that's that's that, that's good. Yes, yeah. that is very good. Um, and yeah, the rest of it just looks like a fucking first person shooter, but CD Projekt Red made it. Like, it just seems like there is more shit than you can handle going on all the time everywhere. And it seems like the quests, at least the ones that they're showing, are like in line with The Witcher, where like they have pretty good writing and actually are worthwhile to complete if you want to see like narrative payoff and stuff like that. So it like, it just looks like a CD project red game, but it's a first person shooter now Mm -hmm. that has driving. And I mean, technically the Witcher is like horse riding. So it's like whatever. And it's the same. You like just call your car, you dial it on the phone and then it just like appears next to you like a fucking horse would in a game when you whistle. I mean, like we got like 50 years of uh, 57 years of technology, technology advancement. I could see that happening in 50 years, I guess. Yeah. So that's that's cool. Mm -hmm. I mean, that way you don't have to worry about where your car is or like run to it or go get it or whatever. You just call it up. The big question is, why would you drive? Um, if I can, think the, the world is pretty huge, but I'm saying like if it can drive to you, why would you then get in the the car and drive yourself? I would mm-hmm. just get into the passenger seat and play on my phone or whatever. Maybe you can do that. I guess I didn't see you, but you might just be able to have an auto drive you. I guess. I mean, like that would what, make sense. Isn't that something you would take your switch and then play your switch when you're going to work and yeah. not drive? I I assume yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I maybe yeah. I mean, like a lot of games do stuff like that happen in right. Red Dead. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Maybe they'll have that as well. I don't know. Um, but that is it for the news. Unless mm-hmm. there was anything else that you wanted to add. Uh, I, mm, oh fuck! 
Oh, the, and July 3rd, everyone get excited. There's going to be an Animal Crossing summer update. Oh. You can go diving in the ocean to get new critters. Do you think which, there'll be a 4th of July thing? Or do uh, they not I don't care? know. Do they not care about like American holidays like that? They might not care about American holidays, but uh, they didn't show i mean there's there's always stuff that they don't show in their like two minute trailer or whatever right so yeah because uh the event that's going on now ends july 1st that would mean that they would have to have some kind of event soonish mm-hmm. so yeah i think in past games it was called like independence day or something well i mean same thing i mean like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no but i mean they always try to go as generic as possible oh, right, right, right. so like yeah they usually had fireworks and stuff so i i wonder that wasn't in the trailer but i i wouldn't be surprised by that um, but yeah, diving was in the 3DS one. And when it wasn't in this, people were like, that's weird that you would remove that new feature. And then like one of the first things they data mined was stuff about this. And people were like, oh, they're just going to bring it back. <laughs> and it's kind of one of those things where like there's so much content already in the game that mm-hmm. like I assume people, one, let it go that they didn't get it immediately. And two, like maybe yeah. they didn't even have it done and ready. Oh, they! Now. I don't think they had it done. And they're also saying like, hey, don't worry. There's also going to be another huge update at the beginning of August. So mm-hmm. like, I think it's one of those things where Nintendo especially had no pipeline for working from home. Like S- Sakurai even said that in his yes. video. He's like, we basically like just started working from home. <laughs> uh and to be fair that video was taken in the beginning of may mm-hmm. but i think that same thing happened to the animal crossing team like i think they had planned a bunch of content that was supposed to be out by now but like are finally now just getting like in the swing of things so that's probably why these two huge updates are going to come back to back almost a month apart so it just seems so weird that like a nintendo game is probably the most prominent like games as a service this year yeah where it's like constantly getting updated and just like it's just so bizarre to me like it's probably like like that and Fortnite that are two the like the two most commonly like updated games and getting all this like additional content and it's all free it's just well i mean you had to pay for the initial game but then after that like nothing's been you didn't have to pay anything right yeah yeah so yeah i mean it's um I mean, if you love that game, I mean, they're just constantly throwing more at you. And that is, uh, Mm -hmm. I saw your play count was off the charts a bit crazy last time. It's it's quite high. So I recently, um, I've been having a rough time kind of recently. So I have been just kind of like playing Animal Crossing while like in video calls instead of doing anything else. Mm -hmm. (laughs) so like sometimes i'll just be like dicking around in animal crossing is like a hangout thing too so like yeah i mean yeah my play count is probably absurd now i haven't looked in a while i will say i talked to my sister somewhat recently and she said she is somewhat addicted so nice uh (laughs) she's been playing it four months later so i'm just happy someone is enjoying my uh, 60 (laughs) dollar purchase yeah because i spent a whole hour on that game it has yep so uh that's it for the news i think yeah that's it i don't have anything else nope uh unless you want to talk about the last of us uh where they just announced that like it's the best-selling playstation exclusive of of all time so of course it is well manny they went woke and they were gonna go broke do you understand this (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, fuck, dude. I. Uh. So there's a lot of. St- mm-hmm. We're going to talk about what we've been playing. We've yeah, both yeah, basically yeah. only been playing The Last of Us 2. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know what's going to happen. Mm. I know what's going to happen with this game because I. Our friend Nukio, his cousin Gary, right. loves The Last of Us. His favorite game of all time. Mm-hmm. He wants to do the spoiler podcast with us yes. when we do it. I already know how this is going to go. Okay. I, I bet that Gary loves the shit out of this game. Well, he he needs to talk about it with somebody. So that I know. So that indicates at least he needs to have a conversation about this. Yes. And so, like, I, you seem to be enjoying it quite a bit. Yes. I, like... I don't really like it that much. Oh. And so, like, I feel like I'm just going to get, like, double teamed in here by, like, me being like, yeah, I don't think this is good. And, like, I don't like this. And I don't like this. And to be fair, I'm, like, only eight hours in. And Mm so my friend Scott beat it the first weekend it came out because he was, like, fucking, he he couldn't stop playing it Mm -hmm. because he saw the spoilers and had to know. Okay. He had he had to know. Apparently, the spoilers he read were ninety percent true. Okay, there was apparently the ending was the only thing that was not correct. Mm. Um. So he was pleased by that, and he said he overall really liked it. And so he's been listening to me describe it and like my feelings on it. And he told me that. So I am on like the game goes by like the location you're at and days. Yes. So what day so are I, you I, on? I am on Seattle day two or the, technically I think it's day three now because okay. I'm in a flashback that just started happening then. I think it'll pop up day three after the flashback. Yes. So that's what Scott said. He said, you get back to me at the end of day three, because mm-hmm. that's when the game really changes or like some pivotal moment happens that will make me think differently or feel differently. Yeah, that'll happen. Okay. So like I, that's, I need something like that to happen because I'll, I'm sorry. I don't mean to monopolize this. I'll let you talk I, about no, it. Like if, you, <laughs> if you need to get stuff off your chest, you do your thing. Okay. So like it just, so far it just feels like, despair for the sake of despair mm-hmm. <laughs> like it so far it feels like there's no reason that this game needs to be as just like horrifically violent and depressing as it is like other than the fact that like they wanted it to be depressing and violent mm-hmm. and so like then i'm out here knifing dogs in the neck and shit and i'm just like man what and then you kill the dogs with the axe and i'm like oh, oh yeah that, God, made, that no. made me feel bad that makes you yeah. feel so bad and like there the thing that doesn't work on me and maybe it'll work later is that they name all the npcs mm-hmm. and so like you kill a dude and they'll be like john john where's john <laughs> or whatever mm-hmm. and like i don't give a fuck man like i'm gonna kill all these people because i have to yeah yeah and so like then there are scenes like where sometimes i don't know if it happens at random or if it's scripted but if you kill everyone and then there's one last person and you sneak up on them they'll like beg for mercy Mm -hmm. and then you just like have to kill them and that doesn't like that doesn't work for me i i I, yes i get that (laughs) i get that i will say i think part of it is that like Ellie is very angry about something. 
And it, I know. Understandably I know. so. Understandably and so. And yo, that scene is fucking brutal. <laughs> the, oh my god. I like you told me, text me when you see this scene, mm-hmm. and I the scene, and then you text like, me like I, some moose, and I was like, I did what? text you about the moose. The moose was fucked up. Yes, there's yes. A, there, there was like a savagely fucked up moose, and I was like, well, nothing can do that to a moose. I couldn't kill a moose. Which the moose that would was kill me a, first. That was in a trailer, uh, so that that's not even really okay. a spoiler. The moose. Thing. No, yeah, there's just a dead moose on a car and i was like and so like yeah then you get to the scene that it was just like what the fuck is this like a torture porn thing like this (laughs) is fuck ass this is buck ass wild yeah how brutal this is like you've never seen someone get beaten with a golf club like this before because oh my god and that's where like a lot of like the golfing jokes from people came from and yes yes um and so also another reason like that that scene other than the fact that it was brutal just didn't really do it for me was because the second the second that you start like i I don't know like 20 30 minutes into the game uh i knew i knew that was gonna happen 100 i knew that was gonna happen knew what and so i'm sorry what we were just talking about or yes right after i i I knew that scene was gonna happen okay yes like or some variation of that was going to happen see like that because of course it was that's the thing that got spoiled for me so i already knew it going in yeah i just didn't know when it was gonna happen so yeah and so like i i saw that coming a mile away so like when a lot of the like complaints that I'm seeing about this game are, how, how could they do that? Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. It's like, what? How did you not like it to me? That seems so obvious. I, I don't know why, but like, that just seems like, of course that was going to happen. Well, I mean like they did that one trailer that made it very clear that someone very close to her was going to get killed. I mean like that was painfully obvious. Yes, and it was just the question of Dina or Joel. I, I, I mean, like if you, well, I, yeah, or or Jesse or Tommy or like any of the characters that are helping her out through the whole thing. Like, well, I mean, that's like, just what that's what this feels like. It's like The Walking Dead, where like every fucking character dies. Like, yeah, man, this world is brutal mm-hmm. and it's fucked up. And like, of course, like of course, this game is going to be savage and like depressing in that way. It's just like so far to me, it has not justified any of that at all like it just seems like it for the sake of it whereas the first game does more with what it had going on you know what i mean and i think another part of it is like i just i don't give a fuck about dina really so like when you're going through this these sections with dina like i just i don't care about their conversations i just don't i i I don't know like the character doesn't resonate with me and it just Mm. i just don't I don't know. Like, I don't think she's bad. I just don't care. Right. I, I think I, I like Dina. I, I don't yeah. know. But the, uh, she's been, she's been fun and she's been kind of like the quote unquote comic relief a little bit where she is bringing at least a little levity, making a few jokes here and there. They're all terrible. Dad. They're jokes. all terrible, bad jokes, but like uh, that was very common, even in the first one, oh yeah because that was their thing they would have they had dad jokes yes like they would and they when they would rip on each other like it was just like ooh, this is this is fucking ridiculous but like the same thing happened in their other big game uncharted uh, Mm because i just recently played uncharted 4 
and Elena and uh, Nate would do the same thing where they just have these terrible jokes, which mm-hmm. is it's I guess that's just like a naughty dog thing where like they're telling these terrible jokes, but they know they're terrible. It's like self-aware, terrible jokes. So um, I don't know. I, I guess if, if you're not really into that, like, yeah, they're like you're just not going to be into it. So I don't yeah it's one of those things where like people keep saying like oh do wait until you're done to judge it and it's like i'm gonna finish it like i'm not gonna not finish it right I just like i it's one of those things where like i i didn't think people were being serious when they were like oh i only played this game in like one to two hour chunks because it's a certain point it's just like mm-hmm. this is this is brutal <laughs> like <laughs> this is like one depressing event after another mm-hmm. and sometimes i'll just like finish a sequence pause it and be like i'm gonna walk away now <laughs> yeah like that's... like i'm just gonna go over here and mm-hmm. you know figure out what's happening because what the fuck and it just seems I like a string you. of those events i know i told you i was like you're not gonna be able to sit and play this for 10 hours straight and then you're i like, wish i i'm gonna do it and then like clearly that didn't work out maybe no clearly that didn't work out i would love for it to i would love to finish this game like very quickly i just like yeah i'll play it for like an hour and a half and be like ooh. That was a bit much. <laughs> and then and then like just fucking go read a book or like do something else. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and I've ha- been having to do that quite a bit, but I I keep coming back to it where I think you're having a harder time coming back to it. Yeah, I'm having a harder time coming back to it because the other half of it is that like outside of the plot that I'm not super invested in at the moment, it's gameplay I don't like. Oh, really? (laughs) But like, I also didn't like it that much in the first one. Mm -hmm. So like stealth mechanics where all of a sudden they introduce enemies that you can't use stealth mechanics on. Like it just, I don't know. And so like, a lot of the things end up feeling like trial and error to me, especially when you're fighting human enemies. Right. The and check- at a certain point, uh, the checkpointing is very, uh, if you die, like you don't get checkpointed like too far back. Uh, no. And I also figured out how to break the checkpointing system. The last time I played where there was just at a certain point, I killed like seven guys. And mm-hmm. then I realized there were like 30 more guys. And I was like, I don't want to do this. And then you can and so run. I ran to the next area mm-hmm. and I died immediately, but it checkpointed me at the next area. Right. So like at a certain point you can do that. And if I really get bored of this, the accessibility options in this game, I forgot to mention this last week, are the best <laughs> of all time. Yeah. So like I have a problem with subtitles in most games where they're either too small or they're not good enough. The subtitle options in this game are the best I've ever experienced. The size you can make that text is hilarious. Like it can take up like three fourths of the screen, basically. Mm -hmm. And then there are also all sorts of accessibility options. Like one of them is so stupid. If you go prone, you're invisible. Mm -hmm. So you can literally be standing in front of someone go prone and they'll be like where'd she go where where is she (laughs) so there have been a lot of hilarious videos of people like abusing those mechanics you can basically turn it into fallout with vats Mm -hmm. so you can like turn it on so that you can have super slow motion when you aim but your cursor goes normally so you can really break it and so like if i get pissed off enough at it i'll probably just be like all right i just got to see this through to the end you're getting that frustrated with the combat no, I just don't like it. Like, oh. I just don't think that it's worth my time to wow. do it. Okay. And so it's, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just, I really don't like stealth stuff. So when the whole game is stealth stuff and I know that I'm going to have to do it for another, like, fucking 22 hours, I'm just mm-hmm. like, ah, oh. at a certain point, like, I'm just going to get 
upset with it, I guess. Like, I haven't gotten to that point yet, and I, like, I, I don't know. Are you so. only doing the stealth, or are, like, you, like, just, like, turning it into an action game at some points? Uh, I have been turning it into an action game, but usually only when I'm fighting human characters, because, like, the way you die to the infected is instantaneous in most cases. Right. And so it's just like, oh, I tried to fucking go ham this way. And then, oh, I died because I rounded a fucking corner and this clicker was there. Oh, my God. And then when they introduced the bloaters, I was just like, fuck this. man!" Because oh <laughs> you can't stealth them. No. And I hate that. But yeah, man, knifing people in the neck, shit, it fucking. Ugh. Have you seen like her facial facial animation when that happens? Oh, it's wild. Uh, yeah. And have, you, have you been killed by someone with an axe? Mm-hmm. That is fucked up. <laughs> yeah, they're just like no remorse. It is ooh. another impressive thing, and I don't know how they did this. When you do die, you like are instantly back into the game. Oh my god, there's no loading. I, I don't it, know how they it's, did it. It's absurd. <laughs> also, I will say a lot of people all the time complain about the fans on their PS4 and PS4 Pro. Mm-hmm. I have never noticed it until I played this game. Really? It is. Holy shit. I can hear it from across the room. Like it is. It is going to blast off. You want to know something crazy? What? My base PS4. I haven't heard a thing. Scott said that he thought that his was actually going to explode. Wow. And like Danny O'Dwyer tweeted well, that Scott, uh, it would... overheated so much that it blew the breaker in his house. Scott, I will say, he played it 30 hours in one weekend, so he played it for long stretches where I've been hopping in an hour, hour and a half, so it's probably enough time to like let it cool down. Probably, but yeah, like Danny O'Dwyer said, mm, it overheated yeah. his PS4 and blew the breaker. Mm. <laughs> so like, <laughs> shit like that, like it, it is working this shit over time. Yeah, yeah, and like, yeah. It is, I will say this, it is one of the most technically impressive things of all time. Like, I I talked about this yesterday with Scott. The fact that she dynamically coils rope Mm -hmm. from wherever it is, is something that shouldn't even be attempted. Why would you do that? (laughs) It has to be, like, the fucking most difficult thing in the world to program and make look good, but they did it, because they're Naughty Dog. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I... Like the first time it happened, I was like, no fucking way. She's going to coil this whole rope. Mm -hmm. And when it happened, I was just like, this is unbelievable. This is an unbelievable thing that no other developer would do and probably should not do. Because why? What is the purpose of this? Right. And it just, yeah, like there's so many technical things. Like the fact I haven't gotten to that part, but the part where she takes her shirt off from behind and it doesn't clip through her body at all is miraculous. miraculous yeah and i mean uh you haven't gotten to it but it was in that trailer uh that kiss scene at the Mm -hmm. dance Mm -hmm. uh also miraculous yeah like it just that so many things happen or like them taking a drink and it not looking like the fucking dumbest shit in the world yeah i just the animation is on a level that is unparalleled Mm mm-hmm and I, there's, you know, that studio <laughs> may have had a lot of really, really bad crunch on this product that seems to be coming out now. So, like, 
Yeah, man. Well, that yeah, that we knew that before. I mean, we did know that, but it seems like it was probably much worse than it, yes, anyone absolutely. could have possibly imagined. So <sighs> that's yeah. I did get the bow. I haven't been using it yet much though. That it's is probably very good. Uh, an instant kill. Is it okay? I'm gonna use it all the time then. Because I just like does it kill infected? Yes. Okay. I mean, like some of the bigger ones, it probably does take a couple. Yeah. I well, so the thing I'm afraid of is that I'm going to lose the arrows, and I don't want to lose the arrows. Well, you can craft more. <laughs> yeah, you can craft more. I'm just always I'm so weird. And, and then if you get headshots, you can get them back. So okay, sweet. So I'll like, to start it... using them more. Yes. But yeah, like I got that like right near the end of my previous play session, so I didn't really have time. Right. And then you do like two flashbacks where you don't even have your stuff. So. Yes, and all the flashbacks, uh, we don't have to go into what happens, are amazing. Uh, yeah, I liked the first one, and I am like, I had just started the second one. Basically, it's where you like learn how to use a sniper rifle. I, uh, oh, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, th- so I have a question. Mm-hmm. Do you swim a lot in this? Mm, I wouldn't say a lot. Okay, because like they taught you how to swim in the first flashback, and I was like, oh, please, no. The last thing I want in this stealth experience is having to swim. I mean, like, in stealth situations, not really at all. Okay, good. So. So, that's good, because I just they introduced that, and I thought to myself, I was like, oh, boy, we going to have a lot of swimming going forward? Not like swimming in stealth situations. Okay, tight. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to know my opinion? Yeah, sure. I would love to hear your opinion. I'm only like 18 hours in. Yeah. And I think this is. I I can't say for certain, but I think I'm going to consider this game a masterpiece. I think. Okay. I'm going to think of this game as one of the greatest games of all time. I I haven't felt this way about a video game since I played Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, okay so and like you complaining about the the gameplay and the combat i'm loving everything about it i don't have a single complaint yeah i there is just so much about it i don't like I, there, oh my god and and see this is what i love about video games is just like <laughs> these little things that like should bother me they just don't Mm-hmm. And, and like for you it's just like infuriating or i well, guess and also like on the other end like so far the, I, the pacing i don't think is very good and like there's a lot of gaps in the writing like as opposed to what i would want from it i think mm-hmm. but also like i'm still eight hours in so like i they probably get there to right. where i want it to be it's just like i haven't gotten there yet so it's one of those things where i'm probably judging it very harshly for where i'm at right I, i'll have to wait and see i see but that's hard for me to say because like when i was eight hours in i was just fully invested so like i was yeah. two hours in i was fully invested so like it's hard for me to to say that uh to say like whether you're gonna like it more later uh because i i I don't know if if you don't like the gameplay now i don't think you're gonna like it more later oh no that's not gonna get better i am in for the story um 
And I mean, like, I can't sit here and sugarcoat it and be like, it's going to get happy, Manny. And oh, gonna, no, it's not. Like, no. I know. I know it's not. It's, so that's why it's like one of those things where it's like, ah, depression quest. Yes. Like, let's just keep fucking going it only, to see what the next depressing thing is. Yeah, and it only gets worse. And as far as I understand, it gets even worse from where I'm at. So, like. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I bet it gets. I bet it gets fucking absolutely brutal. Mm hmm. Uh, but they do do a decent job of at least intersplicing some very nice happy moments yes like which that, is what the flashbacks are doing i was gonna say that first flashback i mean like part of me wishes that the game had a little bit more of that because man that was just such a great moment but um I've been taking notes, just knowing that we were going to do a spoiler cast. Yeah. 18 hours in, I've already done three pages of notes in my... In All a, right. So I'm ready for our spoiler cast whenever, whenever we get around to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we've uh, talked about The Last of Us quite a bit, mm-hmm. uh, unless you have uh, more to, to complain about. No, I don't. I'm okay. good. <laughs> Do you, it's like, like at the end of this, do you think you're going to end up liking Uncharted more than The Last of Us? Uh, I mean, then this one, yeah. Okay, right. I mean, like, I'm I'm talking Uncharted 4, or I guess even The Lost Legacy. and. Uh, yeah, I would probably like Uncharted 4 and The Lost Legacy more than I'll end up liking this game, but I, I'm going to be in the severe minority. See, and that's so weird, because, like, I went into this thinking, like, I'm going to love The Last of Us, but I'm not going to love it as much as Uncharted. And mm. I think I, I, I mean, I think I like it more. I just appreciate what it, they're doing. And yeah, uh, which I mean, Neil Druckmann did say, like they made this game to be divisive and they wanted to spark conversation. And yeah, regardless of how you feel about it, they succeeded in that front. Oh, definitely. I think I, for sure. I mean, the discourse online is buck wild, yes. but like, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I see, I don't want to rush through it because I am enjoying it and I do like mm-hmm. getting these breaks and then just like thinking about it and like all week, that's all I've thought about. But at the same time, like, I want to get through this so then I can start like just kind of like <laughs> listening to all these spoiler casts because everyone's doing spoiler casts. I know. Everybody needs to talk about this game. So it's just, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's very interesting that. <sighs> You can't say anymore that Sony didn't take any risks this generation. That's all I'm going to say. No, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> uh, but are you ready for Frosty? I am. So for those who may have not listened to a Frosty episode before, I have this uh, this head mm-hmm. here, this Frosty the Snowman head that Matt Matt gave me. And it's, it's not actually Frosty of... the Snowman. It's well, just it's a snowman. snowman head. And yeah. we just call it Frosty. And I printed out like... 200 different games or game franchises and then we just randomly pick one and then we just kind of talk about that in depth uh mm-hmm. so um whenever you're ready uh pick one and read it out what are we talking about manny okay shuffling it okay shuffling them. i pulled it <laughs> is this the last of us it is <laughs> <laughs> no fucking way okay i mean i'll talk i can fucking oh talk about God. that i, I mean i that's, can 
Yeah, let's. I will. I, I mean, it's we fitting. Might as well. It's fitting. Okay. <laughs> we, we fucking might as well. Okay, that's crazy. The Last, The Last of Us. Holy fuck. Okay. Well. Oof. I love. I love The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I. Oh, I don't even know how to start this. Um. Well, I guess we could start at the beginning of the game. That starts yeah, out so not- positively. Yeah, so Naughty Dog mm-hmm. made this. Uh, it was a PS4 exclusive, and I remember... PS3. At, oh, PS3 exclusive. Sorry, you're right. Because it I was remember, the last year. I remember picking it up at midnight, mm-hmm. and everyone was really excited about this, and I was less excited because zombies do not do it for me. Right. And neither does stealth gameplay, but uh, yeah, man, that, in, that intro did hook me. You play as Joel, and uh, he... <sighs> It's like, or no, you play as his daughter. Right? You start out as and his daughter, and you're just kind of walking yeah. around her bedroom, and then you're just kind of walking around the entire house, and she's just kind of like calling out for her dad, who is mm-hmm. just like nowhere to be found. And then, as it turns out, that's day one of the like pandemic or whatever, the breakout or yeah, the out- outbreak. Outbreak, so... yes. They're not technically zombies in The Last of Us. It was some like weird, crazy fungal spore thing mm-hmm. that like infects your brain. And there's actually real funguses like this, uh, but it infects your brain and basically mutates you into a zombie-like creature. And there are several different variations of that, but they're mostly like, you know, just like regular old zombie people, right? And, and they're called in the infected or yep. clickers. Mm-hmm. So yes, and so yeah, like you. Uh, if you ingest spores in areas where they're very dense, you will become infected and turn eventually. If you get bitten, like in most zombie things, you will also turn. And yeah, I don't know. Like at the time, I remember it being absolutely mind blowing because it's just like one of those things where the PS3 was really hard for people to take full advantage of Mm -hmm. because of the architecture that it was on. But Naughty Dog, I mean, especially after Uncharted 2 and 3, like they never had that issue. Well, even one at the time was incredible. I remember people freaking out about the like the water. And how, mm-hmm. like, water didn't, like, soak the entire body. It just kind of whatever point, like, the water line was, like, that was on your pants or whatever. So, I mean, yeah. even the first one had, like, technical achievements that people were blown away by. Yeah, and so, like, then you come to this game and it's just, like, everything about it is the graphics are amazing. Mm-hmm. The motion capture on the actors is amazing. The acting is amazing. Uh, people like the gameplay. <laughs> um yeah it just like everything about it was incredible and it was telling this like a a story that wasn't really like told that much in video games right it's like it's basically like a father-daughter combo type thing where you find out that this girl ellie is well i think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves i I guess because like we didn't even get to the part where like the daughter that we were playing at the beginning oh yeah yeah. uh what is Katie? Kate? Katie, yeah. No, that's not right. It's Kate or Katie. It is, is it? I think it is. Yeah. Oh god. You're looking it up? Yeah. Because I not that it matters too much, but like eventually Sarah. Sa- yeah, we weren't even close. Uh, uh, listen, I don't know why I thought it was Katie. Okay. Uh, but eventually you kind of switch over to Joel and then like you find out that the breakout or the outbreak and and then you go on the run 
and then Sarah is killed by a someone in the military, right? Yeah, it's a soldier, I believe. Uh, I want to even say he like apologizes for it initial before, and then he just pulls the trigger, kills Sarah, and then the mm. game like cuts ahead twenty years or something like that. Yeah, and very long time. Uh, you're starting out in Texas, so we're bouncing all over the place. But like the game initially <laughs> starts out in Texas, and then it cuts ahead twenty years, and now you're in Boston. Mm-hmm. And now you're just kind of in this like quarantine zone in Boston. And Joel, who is the main protagonist of this game, he is like a smuggler who's who like brings products in and out of the city through these tunnels and everything. And so they hire him to smuggle a product out of the city. And as it turns out, the product is a young girl who is this Ellie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then you know the last of us one or two so then so then like he i remember he smuggles her out of the city and that's all he was supposed to do but then like something happened and then he's got to take her across country to seattle yes uh and so you find out over the course of the i did probably the first few hours i guess i don't remember a lot of the in between now see like i remember this game had a like the first one had a slower start because you don't even run into ellie for like the first two or three hours yeah you're just kind of running around as joel and i remember because i came to this game a little later and i was just so confused i was like this entire game is just like supposed to be like this girl and joel but like i don't even see her so like i think the second one has a much better like pace at the start like the first one like the first 15 minutes are just like crazy but then it really slows down Hmm. uh but then like once you meet ellie that's when like as you were saying like that's when the game really picks up so uh but yeah like the entire game is just like you going cross country and i assume you were gonna point out that like eventually you find out about ellie and how she's immune yeah she's immune to the to the disease or the to becoming infected which is why you are trafficking her to her destination in the first place right is because they're in theory this group called the fireflies is going to be able to use her to make a cure for it right um and yeah you go through all kinds of places i guess a lot of the details of the in-between parts have become lost to my brain now i i don't remember all the places but i do remember pittsburgh being one Mm-hmm. But a, and then like obviously Wyoming because that's where like you run into Joel's brother and then like that's where the the second one kind of picks up. Uh, but yeah, the entire game is just like most of the, or I should say most of the game is just like the two of you going across country and it's just kind of like this like road trip feel where you're just kind of watching these two characters like slowly bond as you know as the game is taking months from mm. what I remember. Cause like it starts out in like the cold and then it goes through the spring and fall like sp- summer and fall. Um, oh, and then he gets hurt. Doesn't, doesn't Joel get hurt at one point? He does, but doesn't that happen like near the end? Yeah, m- more towards the end. So I guess we're getting ahead of ourselves. But because I, I think that yeah, yeah. I mean, you run into like all kinds of weird shit. Like they run into like cannibals and <laughs> like all kinds of very strange stuff. But right. Yeah, yeah. Like the the in between parts aren't what's important. It's like you're no. stealthing around, fighting 
these infected trying to get to your destination and like the part that is well i, I would important is the bond between the two characters i was gonna say like that's the important thing is just like slowly seeing these two color these two characters bond because joel lost his daughter and that's mm. clearly a very huge moment ellie doesn't really have does lost her parents so then like they're this like father-daughter relationship kind of bonds yeah, and I, I think the thing that's the most important about Ellie, which will probably very much come into play in the second game at some point, I imagine, is like she just didn't give a fuck. Like her whole life was bad and sucked and like she just didn't care anymore, but she needed the fact that she was immune to mean something. Right. And like, you know, Joel makes her feel that way like hey that's why we're gonna get you here and like they they bond over that you know what i mean right yes and uh and then as i said i think that one of the the biggest moments in the middle more towards the end is when joel gets hurt mm-hmm. and then now you now all of a sudden you're playing as ellie Yep. Which was really kind of cool and interesting. Yeah, it was. You though you're like hunting for food. Right? Yes, because like he's like really hurt. He like fell and like like something like stabbed his abdomen, I think, right? Yeah. So then he was like really messed up for months as he was healing. Mm-hmm. And so the yeah, then she goes out to get food and you like chase that deer, but then she <clears throat> gets attacked. Right. And brought to that weird place. No, then... at first like they're like friendly. Uh, oh you're right you're right because like yes like she runs into like she gets attacked and then she runs into like an older man and somebody else and then like they're like very friendly to her and then i don't remember exactly what happens maybe the old man turns on her but like all of a sudden she was captured Mm -hmm. and then the moment that will always stick in my brain i will always think about this is when she was sitting in that cage or standing in that cage and then he walks up to her touches her hand and says you can be my special little friend and mm-hmm. oh my god that sent chills down my spine i was just like oh it's this is fucking awful uh, yes this is really <laughs> awful that like a 56 year old man is telling some like 14 year old girl that she's gonna be his special friend and you're just like oh i don't like this ah uh, and then like that is the first she doesn't kill anyone before that point right uh, like she, a human man, person? I don't think she. I think you know she kills the infected, but I think oh, that's the first time she kills a person. I don't remember. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the first time that she kills a, an actual human. They actually have this conversation in the second one. They do. I thought that that was the first time Ellie kills a person, though. Uh, maybe, maybe. I like. I. I'm not arguing with you or just debating yeah. you. I'm just like. I completely forget. Um, and I'm just kind of wondering if some, like maybe something happened in the DLC because I never played the DLC either. I don't know if you did. No, I did not. So I, I I'm just kind of wondering if maybe they put something in there where, but it, I don't know if it necessarily matters, but like, okay. I think she kills them earlier because I, okay. Seeing the scene, I fucking remember it. Okay. Is the dude is choking Joel. Mm-hmm. And like he's drowning him underwater and like Joel is reaching for his gun and Ellie shoots the dude in the head. And she says, man, I really shot the hell out of that guy. (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah, that was the first time that she kills a human. That's much earlier in the game. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But like you kill a lot of people escaping from that fucking creepy place at the end of the game. 
uh, well, yeah. Well, like, don't, do you play as Joel to go get her back, or what happens? I'm trying to remember now. I remember you playing as both. Like, I think you kind do, of bounce back and you, forth. Between yeah, I believe so. I remember killing a bunch of people as Ellie, but then I do remember at the end you are Joel because he really kills that guy. <laughs> yes, he was. Uh, <laughs> yes. That guy got what was coming to him. I will uh-huh. say that. Uh, yep. And then the two just kind of collect themselves and they just kind of go back on the road. And at this point, they're pretty close to Seattle. Yes. Um, and then and then that's the moment that like, I, I feel like this is the moment that kind of cemented the first Last of Us as one of the, the most iconic games of all time. Just because yeah. of how it, just because of how it ended. Do you want to talk about the ending? Because I assume, like, yeah. I mean, okay. so th- I guess spoilers at this point for yeah, the yeah. Last of Us. I like, mean, like, we haven't we're... talked in any certain terms about what happens. I, right, right. And to me, I don't think you can really spoil the first Last of Us like you can the second one immediately. Uh, the first one, like the ending, is what the spoiler is. Yes. And so yeah for the rest of this if you're good you're good uh but like yeah you you get to the firefly base and you meet that giraffe and that's excellent oh yeah the giraffe everybody loves the fucking giraffe scene excellent stuff they pet him oh too good and so they joel hands her ellie off to the fireflies and then she is like in there on the operating table and was he is he told or does he figure it out no he's told Okay, that they're going to have to kill her. Yes. To be able to do anything. And he... <laughs> he says, no way. Like, this this isn't happening. And so yes. I, I will never forget this. This is one of the most powerful scenes in all of video games, which is why I think a lot of The Last of Us 2 doesn't work for me, is because you are then in control of Joel. And... There's these two doctors in the room. Well, like before that, you just go on a rampage and kill. Well, yeah, you murder everyone in that hospital. You murder everyone in there. But you you get to the point where you you are in the room with Ellie and Mm -hmm. she is like passed out or whatever. And it is the two doctors and they you realize they're just standing there like with their hands up, like, holy shit, this is crazy. And you have to kill them to move on. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things where like you realize like, oh, fuck, like, can I leave or like? try to do something else because like i this this is why a lot of people feel divisive about the ending of the last of us which i think divisive endings make better endings honestly is like there are people who are parents who would probably say like yes you save this person who you believe is like your daughter and you don't let them kill her but then like me i think she wanted her life to mean something and like she needed it to mean something. So like who who is this dude, right? To be like, no, we're gonna kill them and like it basically dooming the human race. Yes, like Which also it's uh, technically it's not a guarantee right. that they would have been able to make a cure from it, but at least they would have been closer than before. They had a chance. And they had a chance. And so like you're basically dooming these people to this reality forever because you lost your daughter before and now you've bonded with this girl right and you kill him and then he takes her out and she doesn't know any of this because she's unconscious yeah she's unconscious and just that final scene man Uh, yeah because well not even forget the final scene 
all of a sudden he puts her in the car. And like another bold thing about this game is there's no boss fight. Yeah. I mean, like the boss fight is just going on a rampage, killing everyone, grabbing her, getting into a car. And then all of a sudden he decides to get back in the car and drive back to Wyoming where his his brother was because his brother had like a pretty big settlement. And it seemed like a decent place to uh, like settle down and at least have like a somewhat normal life. But yeah, on the way back, she starts waking up. And he just kind of tells her some story, a, a, a bold-faced lie. Yes. That, like, they've had multiple uh, immune, like, people that are immune come in. Uh, there's nothing that she could have done to help. And so then they just kind of start heading back. And then and you seem to really want to talk about the ending. So I'll let you kind of take over. Well, from it's here. just like she she just asks him mm-hmm. like is right before they go, they walk into the city, whatever the settlement or whatever. Yes, she she's basically asked, like, are you telling the truth about this? And he just says, like, yeah. And then she just says, OK. And then black. And it, it, it's just like. Man, you know she knew. Mm-hmm. Like you, uh, <laughs> do you? I feel like I. Well, if see, I wasn't gonna make a second game, I would have made it. I, you know, I see. Like that is not the interpretation I had. I, I felt like she was like, okay, I believe you, because like, did she have any reason not to believe him? I mean, I wouldn't. Why not? Like, I, I, I don't know. You try. You, there's no way you travel all the way across the country, and like, this is the thing you want is for like you to be the cure, mm-hmm. and like you, you. Ugh. But then, like he said, like there's been others like her, and she has no reason to. I know, but and just the way that. she looks, like, oh my god, you know. And I have a feeling that that like I have a feeling that that's going to come back in the second game. Well, like, I don't want to spoil anything, but like the second game literally starts out with Joel telling his brother what happened in the first one at the end. Yeah. See, like that basically solidifies like this is a theme that is going to keep that is going to come up time and time again throughout the second game. I mean, like Mm -hmm. they they wouldn't have that that in there if that wasn't the case. So, like, yes, correct. Um they're definitely going to explore that more. I can tell you that much. Yeah. And like, I just like, I'm, I don't know. I, I need to play the rest of the second game because this is like, then it paints the fireflies as these bad, terrible people when like really, I mean, maybe they were, maybe they weren't. I think this is just one of those worlds where like everyone's bad, terrible people. Well, but like they weren't though. I mean, unless they talk about that in the second game, like they were fucking doctors and like regular people yeah uh, and but and like yes and, and this is where like i think the discourse of this game gets so interesting is we realize that there is a moral gray area with what yes. with what joel did uh-huh. there are people on the internet that legitimately think joel is a good guy and did nothing wrong and that to me is buckwild. I, that that's because just like buck there, wild. There, because there is a gr- there. Of course, there's a gray area. It's not just like, buck wild. You completely <laughs> missed the entire theme of the game. Like congratulations. I know. <laughs> but it's just it's one of those things where like yeah man like Joel's not a good dude. No, 
and like, <laughs> like I said, but like also I get it. What? I have cared about people a lot. I've never been put in a situation where like I would have to literally choose between having them die or saving their life. So like obviously yes, I don't know what the fuck that's like. I've never had a kid. I don't know what that's like. But I, I don't know. Like you put yourself in his shoes. And it's like, you don't, you, no one can say with a straight face whether one of those two options is actually correct in any fucking given moment. Like, yeah, that's the whole theme of the fucking game, yes, man. Yes, exactly. Like, it's, and yeah, I, I mean, he's not a good guy, but it's also like, I, it's weird to kind of put like today's morals on something in that's like happening in their world that's completely different. Like, like, murder is not as bad in that world and i know that sounds bad but like yeah. that's everyday life i mean someone's getting murdered constantly in that game or in yeah. like in that world so like I, yeah it's just very complicated uh and and it's complicated for the better i mean like you it, it's another game like the second one that just kind of sparked conversation and talking about the ending and the moral ambiguity and just kind of like asking yourself like what would i do in that situation and the answer is i don't know if i was put in that situation what i would do because yeah like i, I can say that i think he's wrong all day but i guarantee if i was in that situation i would have no fucking idea what to do i'm super indecisive about like where to eat lunch I, like, like what the fuck am i what the fuck am i gonna do in a situation where it's literally life or death for someone i love and, and not just that but like it's like it's different when you're a parent and then it's yeah. different when you lose that child and now you have a second child you're getting a second chance at this and then you're gonna lose them as well like i get it like i get his thought process and that's why i always like i thought it was so funny reading discourse about the last of us after it had come out for mm-hmm. because anyone who was a parent was like oh yeah no question yeah <laughs> like, yeah yeah you fucking you fucking do that to protect them and mm-hmm. it was like i i mean i guess like i yeah i don't know mm-hmm. yeah i it's yes I mean, like, I'm not even at a point in my life where, like, I've been close enough to, like, like for, like, a, a marriage or, like, meeting the right woman in that sense. So, like, I can't, like, um, yeah, it's just, I don't think I've, like, had that intensity for anyone that I felt in my life yet. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's, it's, that makes it so much harder. So, like, yes, it's, it's easy for me to say, like, oh, no, I would never do that. But, like, I've never like I can't put myself in his shoes because like I have just such a different experience life experience from him. So like, I don't know. Yeah. And and that's why the last of us is probably just one of the most interesting games we could possibly talk about in frosty. And it's just so funny that like, how did you pull that out, Betty? I don't that know, is dude. Crazy. Uh, <laughs> oh man. So yeah, I I don't know. And now this yeah, the second one is happening. So fucking... right now, yeah. And right now. Uh, do you think The Last of Us, the first one, is your favorite naughty dog game? Mm, probably. I'm just kind of wondering, like, because like it'd be that or two, Uncharted 2, I assume, right? Mm, yeah. 
well, I guess Uncharted 4 was really good. I don't know. Because like, The Last of Us probably almost for sure, because it's just like it, it was different. You know what I mean? Like it was just unlike anything else that had come before it, mm-hmm. really. And it was trying to tell a different kind of story. And like they succeeded on a bunch of levels. It was technically impressive. Like, yeah, I think I think so. And it's one of the reasons why, like, I very much didn't want there to be a second game. Right. And yeah, that's and like really I one thing that I really appreciate about this generation as opposed to previous generations of video games is like <clears throat> we really started to get a lot better storytelling. And it, mm. it really started last generation, at least like especially like towards the end, I feel like, of last generation. And this is one of those games that really kind of kicked that off where like I feel like developers started to try to tell better stories. I, I feel like that's probably one of the biggest impacts this game has had on the industry is people are trying to be bolder with their stories their storytelling and it's not just like hey you're just like a guy who likes to murder people and level up and get stronger you know yeah Uh, Yeah, yeah. which i mean like i'm sure there are other games that you could point to as well but to me like this is one of those games where like you really kind of started to see like uh, people try to do more with their with their stuff so Other than that, I don't know if this was a particularly influential game, just because a lot of it is just kind of like normal developers can't. Oh, they you can't. I'd like that's what I'm saying. Like especially in The Last of Us Two, that fucking rope coiling thing. That's just like a money hose like, happening live in front of your eyes, and it's just yeah. I, no other developers could develop that way for the PS3. That's why it was so insane. Yes. Yeah. Like I, I'm viewing The Last of Us Part Two. I'm like. I don't, this is like Red Dead Redemption 2, where I'm like, I don't think this is going to have much influence on anything, because like, there's, there's only a couple like developers that can put this much money into their games, and it's Rockstar and Naughty Dog, because Naughty Dog gets infinite money from Sony, Mm. Uh, so yeah, like, but yeah, I don't really have anything else to add about The Last of Us. I don't know. No, uh, yeah, I, do, I don't really either. Uh, it's just... Yeah. Uh, and neither of us played the um, the DLC. Yeah, that's where it's like revealed that Ellie is a lesbian. Yes. Um, and yeah, her friend gets... She has to leave her friend behind. It's called Left Behind. Um but yeah, people say that's amazing. Also, I just, I just, I that came out so far after I had played the Last of right. Us on PS3, and I didn't play the definitive edition on PS4. So. Do you not even own it? Yeah, I don't own it. Okay, because I do own it. I just never got around to playing it for whatever reason. Yeah, I would have had to buy it separately. Right. So I, I just didn't. Um. So yeah, that's uh, a lot of Last of Us talk, I guess, this week. Which yeah. Uh, not surprising. Uh, no, not surprising. Uh, we're going to have another Last of Us lengthy Last of Us conversation uh, here in a couple weeks. I guess it's going to yeah, pretty much it's going to hinge on how fast you can get through the game. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You are definitely struggling. Do you think you're going to hit a point where you're just like, I can't play this anymore because it's too much? Well, the accessibility of it is like I, I meant more just like what's that. happening. Oh, it depends how much worse it gets, I guess. Because, like, this, the two-hour scene, the moment... 
I'm not going to spoil it. The yeah. moment, you know what I'm talking about. I do. Uh, do you think you could deal with too many more of those kind of moments? Yeah, probably. So I think the part of that, well, I guess I can't really talk about the part of that scene that really was fucking wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, something insane happens with the sound and I was wearing surround sound headphones. Right. And I felt like I was having a fucking out of body experience. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. It depends how much more fucked up it gets. That scene seemed pretty, uh, hard to top, but I, who knows, man? I, I, yeah. From what I understand, it gets so much worse towards the end. So that's what I'm wondering is if like, you're just going to hit a point where you're like, I can't finish this. I'll just like have Matt and Gary, (laughs) spoil what happens and this way i can just like hear about it and not actually experience it and do it myself so yeah we'll we'll see man so yeah so i guess that's it for this episode mm-hmm. um boy yeah i gotta play more last of us yeah i i get it i get it <laughs> um so yeah as always uh that's it. Theme mm-hmm. song, Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. Excellent chiptune band. Uh, you can check them out. I would. And uh, we will catch you guys next week for another episode of this fine, fine podcast. Peace out. Peace out.